Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sports book that gives you tools to win, like MyBookie. At MyBookie, it doesn't matter if your team is up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boosts, same game parlays, and take advantage of huge prize pool contests. Every single sack, fumble, and touchdown is another chance to hit payday. To get started, go to mybookie.ag and on your first deposit, use promo code TSUS to grab a deposit match up to $1,000. Try the MyBookie money bag to grab a potential Super Bowl front runner at long shot odds. Plus 38,000 on the Eagles and Chiefs. You won't find odds like that anywhere else. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players. And you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at prize picks they also have a slick easy to use mobile app both on the app store and google play they're rated 4.8 stars in the app store with rave reviews so many fans and listeners of the spurs up show have made tons of money with our friends at prize picks and you should as well so again go download the prize picks app or go to prizepicks.com and when you do use that promo code ts U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Carolina finds a way to get the job done, taking down the Kentucky Wildcats 17 to 14. Hey there, folks. I'm your host, Chris Phillips of the Spurs Up Show. This is the A1 Air Quality Consultants post-game call-in show. If you cannot tell, I have been yelling at the TV, going crazy during that game. And there hasn't been a W this season. Unfortunately, we're the only emotion. The only emotion I've felt. There hasn't been a game where I haven't felt the emotion of just an exhale. Because South Carolina gets the job done. A win is a win is a win. And again, we are live right now, guys, on the A1 Air Quality Consultants post-game call-in show. I want to hear from you, 843 843- 790-337-7. Your full thoughts, reactions, everything from tonight's ball game, 17 to 14. The final score. We'll go ahead, open up the phone lines, but guys, what a win. I mean, on a night in which your offense was non-existent, there was no running game. The play calling was was suspect at best. Spencer Rattler was pedestrian. Your defense. What about the defense? Thank you. Unreal. Jacob, you're on the air. Hey, Chris. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. How's it going? I'm doing good. Um, and my buddy were here in my room in our college dorm watching watching South Carolina, Kentucky. That was the most stressful game I've ever watched in my entire life. The most stressful as a South Carolina fan. Because at the start of the first quarter, it was going good. But in our second quarter, Kentucky got their movement going and they were just pounding the defense. Yes, there was two two turnovers. They got a South Carolina got a fumble and got two interceptions. It was a good game, but the offensive line didn't block barely for Rattler. That was one of the main issues that I saw mm. on my end. Yeah, the O line was. What is your takeaway from yeah, tonight? I mean, I, yeah, I mean, the, the O line is what it is, what it is. I mean, it, this is a. I guess I was so surprised to see it because this team at home has been so good offensively. But, uh, yep. you know, it, it looked like a Gamecocks offense that finally played some good competition on the home field. And the results sort of followed suit. But, uh, I mean, dude, I, I think the you got to give all the credit to South Carolina defensively. I mean, what they did, the big plays yeah. they made. Um, you know, it, it looked bleak for a while. I mean, you go up 10 nothing. I'm sitting there thinking, okay, it's going to be a blowout. Gamecocks are going to run away with this thing. 
I and was then, thinking the same thing that you were thinking, same exact thing. Yeah, then, then, then Kentucky the next two quarters, they dominate, and you're, you're thinking to yourself, okay, this is 2017 Kentucky all over again. And, uh, I mean, the game – listen, man, the Gamecocks in November under Shane Beamer in the fourth quarter, uh, they make plays, and that's what you saw tonight. It's it's just like they, clockwork. They do. It's like clockwork. They do. And I'm very surprised, and I'm like – they got Clemson got to win tonight, even though I can't stand Clemson. They got to win tonight, and then South Carolina got their win tonight. So, and then next weekend's the weekend. It's gonna be the weekend of after Thanksgiving, and it's gonna be a crazy weekend for South Carolina fans because it's gonna be at Willie Willie B. It's gonna be rocking. Stan Storm's gonna be playing. I just hope Rattler and them boys come out strong, swinging, and not Clemson off their off their wanna be thrown. They want to come out with. Indeed, man. It is Clemson week indeed, but tonight we celebrate the W, man. I appreciate the call. Guys, we'll keep it open. We're going to roll through these. A lot of calls coming in. Uh, really good stuff. And again, guys, I, I just I, – it's – for me, the emotion is a – is a take a breath, exhale, and happy that South Carolina got the W, man. I, I never in a million years thought it'd be a low-scoring game like it was, and sure enough. Call from – Zach from Irmo. Zach from Irmo, you're on the air. What's going on? Oh, man, what's up, Chris? What's going on? Shit, all I got to say is, all right, I'm giving, you got to give your flowers to Leggett as always, but how about Tonka at the end of the game? I don't know if it was him on both of them, but obviously had that pick. Didn't he bat down two of those balls at the end, too? He had the uh, fumble recovery interception, whatever you want to call it. Okay, um, yeah. Had, had a couple. Yeah, I mean, I think he and had a couple. He... Had a couple deflections. I mean, the, the defensive line was very, very active tonight. Uh, they they were great. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Tonka had a lot of big plays. T.J. Sanders had some big plays. Jordan Strawn early, especially, had some big plays. So th th those guys, those guys were huge, man. Those guys were huge. Also, I wasn't there, but I'm looking at the video of Darude or whatever in the cockpit, and, bro, that just looked like straight dope. Like, that was fire. <laughs> yeah, no, that was awesome. No, I mean, that, I, was, that was incredible. That was incredible, man. That was... if, if I had to guess, that had to probably be one of the, like, most raucous environments at times, not all the way through, obviously, but, I mean, that was lit, dude. Uh, I'm yeah. just, I'm pumped, bro. I'm still amped. Yeah, I mean, listen, South, South Carolina at home in November at night, man. South Carolina at night's a different beast. It, it's becoming, it's becoming a scenario in which, if South Carolina has anyone at home at night, they're going to win. It, it's just like that's worth three points, worth seven points. However, many, it it's worth enough to push South Carolina most of the time over the edge. We'll see if that. We'll see if that plays out that way next weekend, but uh, it's good enough this weekend. So, the the only other thing I had to say was, so I believe it was four minutes and one second. Whenever uh, I think that was when I think it was Jalon Kilgore, the ball went right through his hands. He would have taken it for six if he had caught it, and so they punt it to us with about four oh one left. And obviously, he doesn't field the pun, nervous about dropping it or whatever. It bounces to the one, I think, which kind of sucked. But uh, I know there's not much we could do with that big-ass motherfucker in the middle right there. So, I mean, I know we, 
were trying to run the ball, run clock. But that that play where they rolled out, man, that one, God, I wish it had worked. But, I mean, it just didn't seem like the – I don't know. I think I would have handed it to Mario off tackle or something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I hated that those last two drives, the offense, except for the very last one we needed, those last two ones, I was like, I mean, that shit just had me oh, oh, amped, dude. Like, uh, stressing, man. But uh, anyway, man, thanks for taking my call, bro. And go Cox and beat those those dudes from the upstate, man. I mean, I'm psyched right now, but I'll let you go, man. Be easy. Yeah, man, I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. And, yeah, guys, there's a lot to break down, a lot, of, lot to, to nitpick from the offense. Um, it was a bad offensive night. I mean, it – this is this is one of those games in which when you win, it's all glory, right? It's it's you know, you're reveling in the victory. When you lose, you're nitpicking and breaking down everything that went wrong, right? Right, you know, everything that went wrong. So um the good news is is that South Carolina won the football game and we don't have to sit here and Talk about what went wrong necessarily, but uh, certainly offensively. I mean, there there was there was a lot left to be desired. There was a lot left to be desired, and um, you know, you're just happy to get the W. Bottom line. So let's jump back to the phone lines here. Call from Charles. What's going on, man? You're on the air. Hey, man. I'm actually a Kentucky fan. Uh, the Facebook troll wanted to call in and congratulate you guys. It was a hell of a game, well played, and I hopefully you guys get that win against Clemson. I appreciate it, man. Well played game indeed, and uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Sir. Thank you. Yeah, man. Take care. How about a Kentucky fan calling in? All class there, man. All class. I mean, that was a great football game. Great from the defensive perspective. Not not if you wanted to see offensive points and offensive success and. Two good offenses go at it, but uh, I mean, guys, it's I guess it's only fitting that that South Carolina they've been winning games all year with the offense, and it's like at some point, you know what? Defense has to step Call up, and they do. So, TJ from King, thank Day. goodness. TJ, you're on the air. Hey, how's it going, Steve Philly? How's your uh, game talk spirit doing tonight? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing, I've, I've got plenty of joy. Hey, man, let me tell you, let me first start by apologizing to all of Gamecocks Nation. I gave up on them after that second Kentucky touchdown. I said, this is it. This is the end of the season. So, so hey, my bad to everyone for sending those, uh, those negative feelings out there. But let me tell you what a defense tonight and what atrocious calling by the offense. I swear to God, Dow Loggins, I, oh man, I wanted to drive all the way up to Columbia and rip him right out that, uh, that booth. I, it was incredible how, how well the defense performed and how terrible our offense is. That's all I had to say about that. I appreciate you, man. Hey, great call. Shout out, Kane Bay. Great stuff. To his point, guys, again, we'll, we'll talk about it all week. We'll certainly talk about it on Monday. We we give our reactions, and, of course, it'll be Victory Monday. But I'll look back, talk about everything, and, I mean, certainly the offense, I, it's – some of it was maddening. I mean, truly, some of it was maddening, and it's hard to explain, but right now, man, <laughs> feels good to be good. Feels good to be one game away from a bowl game. 
Phil's going to be one game away from bowl eligibility. So thank goodness that's the case. And uh, two in a row. Two in a row against the Wildcats. Call from Peyton. Peyton, what's going on, man? You're on the air. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. What's going on, Chris? Back to back. Hallelujah. Down goes Big Blue. Man, when, when is the last time we had back to back victories against Kentucky? Yeah, it was 2012 and 2013. That's the last time. It's, it's, been, it's, been, it's been a decade, so it's been quite a while. Man, that's, that's, that's just another, that's another tide that's turning, man. I, I, you know, for as much bad luck as we've had this season, um, it's, it's really, really awesome to see the fight that this team still has left, especially when they were staring at two and six to come out and now be on a three-game win streak and fighting for bowl eligibility. That says a lot about the character that we have as a team. I know I sound like Shane Beamer right now, but that, that's a true statement, man. We got a hell of a team in terms of the kind of guys that they are and the kind of characters that, that those guys have. They will not quit, and they refuse to give up, and that's that's really admirable, and I'm proud of him tonight. That's a hell of a win. And uh, I'd also like to point out the all-new blackout uniforms. There are no more perforated numbers like in the Muschamp era. I think when they when he first uh, unveiled the, the perforated numbers, I think it looked a little rec league to me. Personally, I never really liked them. But now we have the stitch-on numbers. It's a clean look. God, we look great tonight, man, a- apart from defense making you want to pull your hair out at times and Dowell Loggins making you want to pull your hair out at times. It, it was just awesome, man. Peyton, well said, man. I appreciate you calling in. Great to hear from you as always. Absolutely, buddy. Thanks for taking my call, Chris. Yeah, man. You're the man. And to Peyton's comment, guys, I mean, for South Carolina, to his point, to be staring at two and six, yes, two of the wins were against Jacksonville State, Vandy, but to get this win tonight when very easily, you know, you could have folded up shop. You could have said, you know what, offense isn't there, not our night, right? 
the Gamecocks find a way. The Gamecocks find a way, and that is admirable, to his point. That is admirable. That, that was a great effort. Again, defense shined, and, I mean, you can't say enough good things about the defense. You, you can't. What they did tonight, you can't say enough good things. So, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven guys. The phone lines are open here on this Saturday night. <laughs> I'm elated. I'm excited. I'm jubilant. I'm also mentally exhausted from watching that game. Man, call from Richie. Ricky, you're on the air. What's up, Chris? So, first thing first, I thought Clayton White did himself a favor tonight by getting that, you know, really defensive, you know, play style we haven't seen all year. First time this year we actually think the defense wants the game against an SEC opponent. Um, I think that's great. Also, the crowd, that's, that's as good as you can get with the Rude coming in town, with all the fans. It was amazing atmosphere. Like, all the false starts in Kentucky, I think they definitely played a part, especially in that fourth quarter play where they were going to go for it, and then they had the false start, and they ended up punting. You know, even though we had to punt back, I, I think just in general that that killed time, that was a momentum shift. And third of all, you thought the crowd was good tonight with the Rouge, just wait till next week when President Trump comes to town, you're going to see the Willie B go crazy. Indeed, man. Well said. I appreciate it. To his point, Willie B was a madhouse. So, kudos to Gamecock Nation, and uh, it'll be the same next weekend, and It'll give you a good shot to win yet again. So, I, I mean, the atmosphere, guys, we talked about it all week long. You know, I, I gave my thoughts on Kentucky, them as a football team, who they are as a football team. Uh, but, you know, South Carolina, at home, at night, in November. Call from Taylor's oldest time. Blake Queen. Blake, you're on the air. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, calling in from Fort Leonard, Missouri. Uh, just finished watching the Missouri game. That fucking kicker is ridiculous. Uh, anyways, th th this game is huge for me. I met my wife in Kentucky, so her family's all big Kentucky fans. And uh, so, yeah, love talking shit to them two years in a row. Man, what what Cam Smith say? Drop your nuts. That, that's what this <laughs> fucking team did today. They went in there and they dropped their fucking nuts, man. They, they played their ass off. I, you, People talk about Dow Loggins and they want to come after him. But, I mean, I've, I've said this week after week calling in. You can't call plays for a fucking one-dimensional team. You can't run the ball because no offensive line. And you got big old zero, whatever the fuck his name is, collapsing the line within two seconds every snap. So, I mean, uh, I, I think next year is, is where we really find out who Dow Loggins is when we get some, some help on the offensive line and a scrambling quarterback in there. Uh I'm kind of scared, man. I don't, I don't know. Clemson's going to be an interesting game. Their, their secondary is healthy and playing stout. And I just, what it, it kills me to think of, if we just squeeze out that win against Florida, we wouldn't be sitting here puckered up going into the Clemson game. Uh, but, but um, man, you can't say enough about this defense. This defense played their ass off tonight. Kilgore, he showed his ass. I feel like, I feel like if we go in to this week of practice and they do two catching drills for the DBs. We have five interceptions tonight. Uh, I, I mean, there was like four or five drop interceptions. I'm not hating. I'm happy mm. with the win. Uh, but, but like some catching drills this weekend for the DBs. Maybe Kate Klubnicks goes back to Anderson crime. Um, 
And then last point I got really, man, something really stuck out to me. We've been doing this shit all year, these screenplays. Uh, one in particular, there's a screenplay, I believe it was for Brown. There's no lead blockers. Like, you can't run a screenplay if you don't have lead blockers, one. can't run a screenplay if your offensive line can't get to the second level and block a linebacker for two. And, uh, yeah, we don't have Trent Williams out there. We're not the 49ers. Debo Samuel's not back here running screenplays, like, it's not working for us, um, and it was honestly surprised to not see one of those on that last drive where luckily we ended up squeezing out, but I think we went back like 10 yards. What was it, first and, first and 10? You go back to what, second, 12, mm-hmm. third, and 16, and then I'm like, shit, dude, let's do something. Uh, uh, Mario's not going to get it up the gut with this big motherfucker standing in there, uh, but I ain't got to ask you how you how you feeling this week because I know how you're feeling. You're feeling like I am. Go Cox, drop your nuts. Clemson. Well said, my man. Great call. Drop the mic. Really good stuff. Dude. I'm fired up now. Um, a lot of great stuff there. To his point, man, it's it's it does hurt to sit here and think like, man, that Florida game. Like, if you just God, if you just had that, and you know, it's you can look at it one of two ways. You can look at it one like, what a missed opportunity. You're puckered up going into Clemson, or it's a great opportunity to beat Clemson. Second year in a row, back-to-back, and it'd be extra sweet because you punch the ticket to a bowl game. But just uh, an interesting feeling. Interesting feeling going into it, but, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. Carolina-Clemson week is – it's it's one of the best rivalries, if not the best rivalry in all of college football. Obviously, the passion, the hatred, the pageantry, the tradition. Going to be a lot of fun. But tonight, we celebrate this one. And somebody asked about the cigar, the cat pack. Stay tuned for the cat pack. It'll be happening. The cat pack's the Stoops pack, the Big Blue Nation pack. It's coming. Round two of that. Jeremy, what's going on? You're on the air. Hey, man. uh, This is my name's Jeremy calling from Graniteville. I was just calling to see if anyone caught that uh, after Tonka Hemingway batted down that pass on fourth and five, if anyone caught that they played Turn My Swag on in the stadium. Just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Appreciate all you do. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. And shout out to Graniteville, by the way. I had some good buddies back there, played ball with some guys. Uh, yes, I did notice that. Turn my swag on was played. Gamecock football also played a video uh, after the win of Shane Beamer kind of trolling Kentucky. So uh, there's still a lot of fun being had at the expense of Mark Stoops and Kentucky. and dare I say, deservedly so from the Gamecock perspective, no doubt. Guys, we'll keep the calls coming. Huge 17-14 to win over the Kentucky Wildcats. What a game. What a win. What a job by the defense. Hey, (laughs) it's a win is a win is a win. If you can find joy in the defense, right? If you can find joy in the defensive performance, then you have joy. But a game that had us on the awesome. edge of our seats. Josh in Seattle. For sure. Josh in Seattle, you're on the air. Hey, what's going on, brother? Um, <clears throat> calling in a little, little bit of shade to Eric Norwood on the D-line there in the end of the fourth quarter tonight. So that was it was fun to see, right? It was a, it was a little bit of a throwback game. <laughs> um, I don't think, you know, hammered the over. Uh, ended up not being the call. Uh, so, but no, it was, it was fun to watch anytime you get a win, especially an SEC win. 
how you going to complain at the end of the day. Um, it's definitely not the offensive showing I was expecting. And after seeing Clemson in the afternoon, it's like, okay, next week's going to be interesting. Um, but all in all, you know, feeling good. Huh. One of those things where I'm not sure how to feel about Clayton White, you know, heading into this final stretch and what happened down the road there. You know, it's been such a disappointing season and there's been so many moments of sting um, attributed to the defense, but now, you know, against Vandy and now here we are against Kentucky and they're looking all right. Um, so we'll see how it goes. We appreciate you, man. And uh, I'll shut up and listen on the line. Hey, you're the man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the call. I- I'll say this, guys. I- I'm not one to start rumors, man. But, I mean, we we, we heard going into Texas A&M that there was some overhaul going on behind closed doors, maybe different voices getting in there, right? Kind of a Satterfield situation of last year, but on the defensive side, you got a new scheme taking place with a three-three-five right tonight. Last week, I got a hard time believing, man, that uh, it ain't a different voice calling that defense. I, I just so I would say this. I think I'm still of the belief you make the move on Clayton White. That's my thoughts on it. You make the move. So, uh, guys, phone line's back open, 843-790-337. But, guys, if you're on YouTube, be sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell icon so you get notifications when we go live. We drop new video content as well. Subscribe on YouTube. We're building up on YouTube. I appreciate you guys. Mark from Anderson. Mark from Anderson. You're on the air. What's going on, Chris? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great, man. Doing great. It's lovely living over here in Clemson's backyard and actually uh, <laughs> taking a taking a win here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess I got a few things to say. I mean, basically, I look at it like this. I've been a lifelong Carolina fan since Joe Morrison was a coach, and I, I, these are games that a lot of times we would lose. So even though it wasn't pretty, you know, these games are games that we would lose, like a you know a fumble at the end of the game or or stuff like that. So you know, I I think we should take let 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 the uh, offense. You know, they had a bad night. It wasn't great, but there was no turnovers. You know, you, you know, Rattler did what he had to do. Xavier Leggett did what he had to do. Defense has been beat down all year, and they they rose up. You know, we even had some moments where, you know, they actually got beat and they overthrown through the ball or something a couple of times, but yet we still hung in there. So I, I think, that, you know, we should just enjoy it. You know, give Dow Lockett a pass on this game. Cause I think overall this year, he's done pretty decent with what he's had to work with. You know, like I said, no running game, no offensive line, you know, rather running for his life all night, you know, but yet we still find a way to win. So, you know, I, I'm stoked about it. And I, and you know, we can say about what the Florida game, but I think this plays the Carolina favor. Because we have more to play for now than what Clemson does, really. Clemson's already bowl eligible. They're just playing for pride, basically. We're playing for, you know, to win the state two years in a row, plus try to get bowl eligibility. So, you know, I I, I, I feel good. I'm, you know, I'm going to enjoy this. It wasn't pretty. But, you know, it's an SEC win against a quality opponent. Man. So, you know, let's take it and enjoy it, my brother. Uh, have a good night, and thank you for my call, my son. Hey, very well said, man. I appreciate the call. And to his point, I I, I look at it this way. You know, I, I certainly 
I think taking a one-game sample size and going after Dowell Loggins, it, it, I don't think that's the move. I look at this game tonight against Kentucky a lot like I look at a lot of baseball games. Like, you have a great offense right in baseball. You hit a lot of home runs. You score a lot of runs. But you know as well as I do that some nights in baseball, some nights your hitting's not always going to be there. Some nights your pitching has got to pick up your hitting. Some nights it's vice versa. And in sports, not just that game, but all sports, in all sports, sometimes you got to pick up your teammates. Sometimes your defense is going to struggle and your offense has got to pick you up. Sometimes your offense is going to struggle. Your defense has got to pick you up. Sometimes your special team has got to pick you up. The takeaway tonight is that somebody picked you up. Defense picked you up. It was enough to get you the W. If it becomes a trend, then okay. You start to worry about it. But tonight, you know what? Offense been clicking all year. They had an off night. The takeaway is, but damn, the defense picked you up. That's the takeaway. That's the takeaway. In my opinion, that's what you focus on. And, and that was as impressive a performance, the most impressive performance we've seen from the Gamecocks defense all season long. And, and what a time to get it, man. In a, in a game you had to have. I mean, obviously, a game you had to have. It's just incredible. So, phone lines back open, guys. 843-790-3377. As you can tell, my voice is is going on me just a little bit. That was a crazy game. You get a game like that, and uh, the, the voice the voice tends to go a little bit. So, uh, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Here we go. Call from. Sorry, your enthusiasm. We already know what it is. To accept, press 1. Spur your enthusiasm. You're on the air. Chris, how about them Gamecocks, baby? Hey, man, it's great to get a win. I feel so good after that. Hey, fuck Kentucky, though. Let's let's just move right on to what we, we've got to talk about. We've got Clemson in front of us, and goddamn it, it's hate week, and the Gamecocks have got Clemson in front of us. They think they're riding high after that North Carolina win, but it does not matter because they got to come to Williams Rice Stadium and the Gamecocks are ready. All right. It was a sloppy game all, all around. At the end of the day, the Gamecocks should have won this by a significant margin. The offense sputtered. Now, I don't know what that man's name was that was on defense. I think it was number zero on the defensive uh, line. That man was all over us, that, that that big boy. But at the end of the day, the Gamecocks got the win. Spencer Rattler did what he was supposed to do. Xavier Leggett did what he was supposed to do. I like to see that um that little tandem uh, of getting uh, Norris Sellers in there. But with that in mind, I have to ask, do you think that we do that in Clemson or do we reserve that red shirt and have him ready to start as the as the guy when we beat Clemson and we go into that bowl game. Chris, how about them Gamecocks? It's great to hear from you. I know y'all boys in the uh, in the uh, Discord miss me. Let's go. And uh, all love. Go Gamecocks. Spur your enthusiasm. I appreciate you, man. I, I would say this. Do you play Lenora Sellers in the Clemson game? I mean, I have no problem with it. I would say... I would say let him throw it. I mean, it's just if you're going to have him in there, you got to have some. 
a threat, right, that he's not just going to run the football. I mean, it was just offensively, it was way too predictable tonight. Way too predictable. Um, I, I just, I'm thinking of all those those Xavier Leggett runs, those Amarion Brown screens. So incredibly predictable so many times, but I like I like using sellers, and I do think sellers will if this team wins next week, if and when I should say, right? But if if they win next week, that sellers is the quarterback in the bowl game, which would be awesome to see get those extra practices. But uh, you know, I thought it was really interesting that he was part of the game plan tonight. And I would just say again, make a package in which he can throw the football and you at least have that threat with Lenoris when he's out there. So uh, give the defense truly something to think about if you're going to throw Lenoris Sellers out there. So 843-790-3377, guys, taking your questions, your comments, your calls as well, those on YouTube, Facebook, X, wherever you're tuned in. You're listening via podcast. You're listening back on YouTube. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate y'all. Let's go back to the phone lines. Call from White. White. Clayton White, you're on the air. Chris, I called in after Jacksonville State game and asked for a job. <laughs> I'm not going to do that anymore. I mean, defense <laughs> looked really good. But our offense looks as slow as the traffic is getting out of Willie B. But we had big plays. You know, a win's a win. I'm fine. We needed that. But your honest opinion, do you think Clayton White's doing enough to, to stick around? I'm gonna take your call or off. Would, I'm, I'm gonna take your question off air, my man. I appreciate you because I don't want to hurt your feelings while you're on air right now. Um I mean, listen, if the defense pitches a shutout next week, then okay. Maybe we're having a conversation. I don't think Clayton White should be retained. I, I just I don't. Because the season isn't one or two games. It's a it's a full body of work. A large part of why this team is five and six and not six and five is because of the defense. So I still say it's time to move on. That's just me. Uh anyways, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Uh K R I S Chris in the YouTube chat. The phone number is in the bottom right-hand corner, 843-790-3377. You can call into that number. Call Here we from go. Carolina Security Pros. What's going on? You're on the air. Yeah, hey, hey, thanks. First time caller here, Chris from Florence. Um, I'm glad we got the win. A win is a win. Um, positives were Kilgore. He's going to be a stud. I hadn't heard it mentioned yet, but. I think it's B.J. Braswell, that uh, pickup where he, he blocked that rusher on Radler and we got that last touchdown. That was huge for a freshman. Um, enjoy your, I enjoy your show. I'll hang up and listen. I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much. Shout out Florence, South Carolina, by the way. Um, Jalon Kilgore is a future star. There's no question. I mean, you think about I, – I, I have a feeling – I don't want to be overzealous here, but I got a feeling in two years or so, We'll be saying to ourselves, I've seen J.C. Horn. I've seen Cam Smith. Now I've seen Jalon Kilgore. Like, I think he's that kind of guy. 
You know what I mean? Take it back farther, obviously. The great run of defensive backs at South Carolina. Um, I think Kilgore's a stud, man. I think Kilgore's a stud. and There's a lot of young guys making big plays that are being thrust into action. Judge Collier. Uh, Emory Floyd's being asked to do a lot. You know, even Warrior and DQ Smith are still young, man. That's the crazy part. Those guys are still young, too. So, I, a lot of young talent on this football team that you got to feel really good about going to next year. So, especially defensively. So, yeah, I, you know, Jalon Kilgore, man, he was, he was electric tonight. He was electric. So, guys, phone lines are back open. I don't know that I'll say Swearinger 2.0, but uh, I, I won't say that. But Swearinger's just kind of one of a kind. You know what I mean? He's a unique player. Um, unfortunately, dude, I, I don't know how well Swearinger would do in today's game with targeting rules. So call from Panic Ritter. Panic Ritter, you're on the air. Hey, hey, how you doing? I'm doing well, man. What's up? Good. I, I admit I was wrong. I really, I was worried that the Kentucky quarterback was going to beat us. But next week, Clayton Swat, Clayton Swipe's job, I think, is on the line because uh, he might be so far, but we have to find a way to stop Clemson's running game and don't make Kid Clutton look like a high trophy winner. And I hope you have a good Thanksgiving. Panic to the man. I appreciate you. Really good stuff. Panic Ritter. Has he ever called in and said he was wrong before? Either way, he did now. And, uh, I mean, listen, it's it's a big game for for everybody. Not just Clayton White, not Dowell Loggins. I mean, it's a big game for everyone. Um, yeah, huge, man. Huge. The rivalry matchup that even in a 6-6 six and six season, even in a 6-6 six and six season, you beat Clemson, all of a sudden, hey, you won four in a row to close out the year. I'm not saying the season's a success because the goals were what the goals were, but, man, the vibe of the season feels a lot different. You win four in a row to close it and beat your arch rival, go to a bowl game. How about South Carolina? Chris Miller, though, makes a good point. How about South Carolina taking care of Kentucky again? Call from... Drop your nuts. Drop your nuts. You're on the air. Hey, man, this is really Clayton White, and you hung up on me. <laughs> What's up, man? I'm standing on business, so uh, what you think? Well, I – Don't put me off the air. No, I, I, I took you off here. I mean, I, admittedly, I think Clayton White should be fired at the season's end. I do, so – no matter, no matter, no matter, no matter what happens the rest of the way, I think, I think, if you want to know what I think, I think that Clayton White was demoted three weeks ago. Well, I mean, she—that's what happened with Satterfield. That's what I'm saying. It feels very similar to that. Scheme changes all over the place. Defense looks completely different than it did. Either, either White was demoted or he found a rabbit up his ass, but something happened. Something happened. So, if it, hey, listen, see this much. He, if he found, if he found a rabbit, I want to make that rabbit my pet rabbit. Fair enough. Fair enough. I hope he keeps it. Whatever right. he does. Hey, go, Cox, and win the tailgate. 
win the tailgate. Every time, man. Every time. I appreciate it. Good stuff. The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code SPURSUP for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code SPURSUP, S-P or S-U-P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game Time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, and you're set. And also, tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought. Whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, Buying tickets shouldn't be stressful, and Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P-U-R-S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. What a, what a time. What a call. Clayton White called back in. Clayton White, he, he said, he said, uh, he said he could not allow me to take that to take that question off air, I suppose. Whatever it might be. Um, anyways, guys, phone lines are back open. Shout out to the guy, by the way, on the telecast tonight that was holding up the Beamer Ball towel. I think that was the fourth quarter. Shout out to that guy. Whoever you are, whoever you are out there, I hope you hear me. I hope you hear the sound of my voice. Thank you. Shout out to you, man. Great stuff. Great stuff. True. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Damon. What's going on, man? You're on the air. Hey, how you doing, Chris? Hey, I got something to tell Clayton White. I'll talk to Clayton White here a little bit. I'm getting a little bit too excited here about the defense playing a great game. I'll say this is a very hard fought game. I'm very proud to see some of that, but Second and third quarter, Kentucky's running that ball up and down your throat that whole second, third quarter. There was a lot of mistakes. You're very thankful that quarterback in Kentucky was missing wide receivers, wide open. There was a lot of tip balls up at the line, at the D line. 
And thank goodness for, for that because there were some other open receivers for Kentucky. There's still a lot to work on for that, for that defense or for our defense. So I just want to put that out there and say this. But I am very hopeful. One thing I noticed in the Clemson game today, Clemson is having a very hard time tackling people. So I'm hoping we can figure something out on offense and we can get, we can get Super Mario out there in, in the open. And I think if he does, he's going to make some people miss and get the yards. So go Cox, and we have good Thanksgiving. You too, man. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, man. I appreciate the call. Really good stuff. Um, great comments there. I mean, to his point, listen, it was a – if you're going to – I'll say this. If you're going to point out the mistakes that Kentucky made, and he's right, a lot of mistakes, you have to point out the mistakes that South Carolina made. I mean, it was, it was an ugly game, guys. It was just – it was – that game – that game – was the definition of a slugfest. Like, like when I think of the term a slugfest, man, that game was a slugfest. That game was a slugfest. Like, in, in every sense of the word. And the hope is, in a slugfest, you come out on the right side. So, it's one of those guys, it's one of those, I think, you look at it, you're happy you won. You got a lot to correct, but you're happy you won. Now you got to improve, but you are happy you won, and that's the bottom line. That's it. That's the bottom line. So South Carolina gets the dub. Hey, five and six. It's like golf, guys. It's a math class, not an art class. There are no pictures on the scorecard. Just get it done. Correct. Chris, you're on the air. What's up, man? What's going on? Man, I'm just worried, man. Next week, Clemson, man. What do you think? Uh, it's going to be a great game, man. I think, I think uh, you know, Clemson's hot right now. South Carolina's hot. Both of them have winning streaks so it's it's going to be a lot of fun man it's a lot riding on it night game atmosphere at Willie B I mean who knows yeah I heard that I honestly I thought it's going to come down to like who's Cox going to be hired man I don't, I don't know is it going to be K Club Dick or is it going to be something sits the Rattler who's Cox going to be hard at the end of the day honestly very good very good <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, maybe that plays into the game. I have no idea. Um, no, it's it's it is a very, very, very interesting rivalry matchup. Uh, this, you know, guys, from the Vegas perspective, this should be the closest spread for South Carolina Clemson that we have seen. Since what 2014, probably. I mean, even last year was a two touchdown. Like this'll this will be a single digit spread almost guaranteed, I would say, right? Almost guaranteed single digit spread. So anyways, guys, phone lines back open. Would love to hear from you all again, guys. Thank y'all so much for the continued love and support. Whether it be the merchandise side of the business, tuning into the post-game call-in show, social media, obviously, 
tuning into the podcast, man. Thank y'all. Thank y'all truly, man. I, I I can't say thank you enough. I can't say thank you enough. Call from Josh. Josh, you're on the air. Hey, Chris, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I was actually excited to see Clayton White. I like uh, he knew what he's doing. He had the boys fired up the night. Three turnovers. Freaking loved it. Yeah, defense. Defense was incredible, man. I I don't think uh, I'm not sure any of us saw that coming. And yeah, uh, I mean, I just you can't say enough good things about him. Yeah, I'm really hoping that uh, next week I can be saying the same things. Uh, just. It's really depressing, though, to see the offense just totally wet the bed in the second and third quarter. I mean, first quarter and fourth quarter, we look like a completely different team than what we were in the two middle. <laughs> uh, but really uh, looking forward to next week, uh, looking forward to being in the stadium, bringing a bunch of Clemson fans, and hopefully they get to go home crying and we go to a bull game. So uh, hope you're doing well, Chris. Looking forward to next week, my man. Yeah, man, going to be a lot of fun. I appreciate you calling in, man. Really good stuff. Um yeah, I mean, again, guys, a lot riding on the South kind of Clemson game. It's crazy. It's, you know, Shane Beamer points out they remember November, and it really truly is. It's about how you finish. And, you know, you can get away with a lackluster second and third quarter if you win that fourth quarter a lot of times, and the Gamecocks did that. So you won when it mattered. Call from Honor. Hunter, you're on the air. Charleston Browns, Bozolio. I don't know what he just said. I'll be honest with you. Charleston Brown, is that what he said? I have no idea what he just said. Either way, we'll keep it moving, guys. 843-790-3377. Um, again, big time win. It was an ugly game for sure. It's it's funny, you know, that last season and in seasons past, right? There's wins that you have where it's like, man, we kicked that team's ass. Like we're so good. We're great. You know, and, and you have this feeling of like massive jubilation, excitement, pandemonium, if you will. And I feel like every game this year for South Carolina has been more of just an exhale. Like, holy smokes. Thank goodness that's over. Thank goodness we got the win. But God, I am just spent. Call from Bob. Wins a wins a win, though. Feels good Except to get the win. Press one. Bob, what's going on? You're on the air. Hey, hey Chris, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. How are you? Hey, Chris, I have to play guy, man. It wasn't easy, but Kentucky was tough, man. But we did it. And I hope we get one more win. hope we beat the Christian Tigers. Yeah, Kentucky was tough, man. I mean, they're a good football team. Um, they didn't play particularly well either, especially on offense. Um, and, again, it was just a slugfest type of game, man. And, you know, I talked about it all week that being at home at night, it's uh, it tends to make a difference. And I think for South Carolina, maybe just maybe it was that thing that pushed them over the edge. And and you know, it's um, you know, you're you're happy that's the case. So uh, you you love to win those type of games, and it's it's good for South Carolina as a program to beat Kentucky back to back years. And like you mentioned, man, Clemson's awaiting and. That one needs no explanation of why that's such a big deal. So, really excited for it, man. I appreciate the call. Really good stuff. We're going to keep it moving here. Call from Billy. Here we go. What's up, man? You're on the air. What's up? 
I gotta say a few things real quick. Um, as far as the game goes tonight, I really think the defense really won a game for us. I mean, that's part of what I've seen for all year with the split defense. I'm like, you guys, I think Clayton White's out. I'll look at and Spencer made the plays that we needed to win the game. But if you watch that closer game, I'm really not worried about it if we can bring out a game because there were a lot of bad calls in that game. If you can go back and look at that game against the Dark Sears and this question falls, go talk of the Carolina fans for over 50 years and it never fails to make your blood pressure go up every single week. I'll call you later. Bye. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the call. Really good stuff. Um, no, I mean, I think great insight there. I mean, it's, it's, uh, Yeah, really good stuff. Guys, we'll open it back up. 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. Definitely some questionable play calls in that game. Without a doubt, definitely some questionable play calls. I mean, the the offense, again, guys, that's going to be one of the really, really big talking points. Um, That's going to be one of the really big talking points. Uh, what happened to the offense, especially at home, especially at home. Here we Call go. from Dallas Gunn. Dallas Gunn, what's up, man? You're on the air. How you doing, Chris? What's going on? Oh, man, found some joy tonight, I guess. <laughs> Didn't we all? <laughs> yeah, looking forward to next week where it's Clinton sucks. Put him back in their place, go for two in a row and start a new streak. I guess I can be optimistic about that. Yeah. Hey, let the hatred run run through the blood veins, man. Let it run. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, I think, appreciate everything you do. Hey, Dallas, you're the man, dude. I appreciate it. That is the Dallas gun of A1 Air Quality Consultants. And, folks, we appreciate those fine folks over at A1 Air Quality Consultants for making this postgame show a possibility. Um, I mean, to his point, man, I mean, listen, like I said, a win's a win's a win. You find the joy in that. You cannot say enough good things about the defense. You just can't. You just can't. Call from Jacob. Jacob, you're on the air. Hey, Chris, I want to call again. Um, um, tonight was a great night for Carol's Carolina fans. Um, I got a friend, a buddy of mine. He's a big Clemson fan. And um, he wants to say a little thing about how next weekend is going to be. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. But uh, I am, like you said, I am a Clemson fan. But I'd rather have my state win than, um, you know, any other like their opponents. So I, I'm just going to say this: uh, South Carolina did play a good game today. My dad's a South Carolina fan, so whenever they are aren't playing Clemson, I will pull for them. But um, yeah, when Clemson and Carolina play next Saturday, it's going to be a really interesting game. Very well said. I respect it. I respect it. Looking forward to a great yeah. game, man. One of the best rivalries in college yes, football. So, yes, sir. yes, there it is. So, Chris, what's your, what's your biggest takeaway from this from tonight? Biggest takeaway from the game, just immediately following the defense. An incredible performance by the defense. So many guys stepping up, <laughs> making big plays. I mean, just the the overall. Okay. The way the defense took over that ball game and made the plays necessary to win, that that's the biggest takeaway. Is 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 what that defense, defense did. The best offense is a good defense. Very well said. 
Tonka did Tonka Hemingway was a beast tonight on the field. I don't care anybody says in college football, he was a beast on defense. Yeah, he was. Made a lot of big plays. Made a lot of big plays. He did. So there's a reason he's a he's an all SEC caliber guy. So that's 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 why you want guys like that, man, to make plays like that. And um he came up big. He came up big along with some other guys in that defensive front. One more question before I got this. For Rattler, for instance, he did really good tonight, but I know he's going to he's going to the league this year. Do you think, as a fan, do you think he improved himself a whole lot being one of the elite quarterbacks of, of these two two years so far? And also, is he going? To, is, did he improve his draft stock tonight to the league? Did he improve so much so that he's ready for the next stage? I would say Spencer Rattler exponentially improved his draft stock this year. I, absolutely. So, yes, coming back was a great decision for him. I think it was. When he showed against Tennessee last year, Kentucky, putting up 63 points against Tennessee, phenomenal. And then when they went to Death Valley and it was a close ball game against Clemson, 30 to 30, and then when he when when they, the field goal got kicked, I kind of kicked the field goal. I was like, finally, this streak is finally over. It's finally us South Carolina, South, South, South Carolina fans getting bashed for years from Clemson fans. It's finally over. Finally over from hearing, because I got family who's Clemson fans. I'm It's sickening me every year. I always got told, uh, Clemson's going to beat South Carolina. Clemson always does beat them. And then last season, they all Clemson fans shut it up. So I was very grateful what South Carolina did last year against Tennessee and against Clemson. But I think, like my friend said, it's going to be very interesting this coming Saturday. Very interesting game. Because one, trying to clinch bowl eligibility. The other is just trying to clinch another victory. So it's going to be a very interesting game. And there's going to be a lot of words said. And I think the biggest weapon that South Carolina has is our backup quarterback, who is the future of South Carolina as, as the quarterback. Lord Sellers, I think Clemson's not ready for him, my personal opinion. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. Like I said, one of the best rivalries in college football, and uh, I'm expecting a great game, man. So I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the call. Really good stuff, guys, as we hit midnight. 17 to 14. That was enough. That was enough. I I would have guessed 17-14 was the halftime score in that game. That is the final. The Gamecocks get the dub. Guys, phone lines are back open. We'll take a few more calls. 843-790-3377. Guys, in case you missed anything, in case you missed anything, uh, this will be dropping via podcast. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, where you get your podcast at the Spurs Up Show is where you can check us out. You can listen to the full post-game call-in show. And, of course, we drop pods every single day, guys. Check us out call there. from Andy. Andy, you're on the air. Hey, Chris. Man, what a win by South Carolina this evening. A- a- an incredible win, man. That defense. I mean, you just that defense, that defense, that defense. Can't say it enough, man. Can't say it enough. That defense was incredible. 
I saw a little bit from a gentleman today on another message board talking about the flaws of South Carolina's defense, and we need to fire Clayton White. He brought up the point of why should we not fire him, and I made up the point, you know, who else held Georgia's 24 points, for one thing. And I know it was Vandy, but held him to six. And then tonight's game, so uh, I feel like there's a lot of improvements being made, and just interested to hear your point on that. For sure, man. I listen. I, I think you have to trust Shane Beamer's decision making, no matter what. I think Clayton White should be gone. Personally, I, I do. Um, you know, I, I just. It's hard for me to believe that something did not change behind closed doors that goes beyond, like, something outside of Clayton White changed defensively a couple weeks ago because the guy's been the same guy for two and a half years. I mean, maybe he did reinvent himself. I have no idea. So it's a situation where, again, you have to trust Shane Beamer. I will be surprised if Clayton White is back next year. That That's just my personal opinion. Again, if he is back, I'm not saying that Shane Beamer doesn't know what he's doing, especially because, hey, if the defense goes out, plays well against Clemson, then you know what? Maybe he earns his way back. But, you know, you're having a successful end to the season. You've had back-to-back good games. But there are a lot – there's a lot of context to the season as of why why that move would make sense why that move would make sense. So that's my take on it. I mean, again, you trust Shane Beamer at the end of the day, but uh, in my opinion, I think South Carolina, it would benefit them to go go outside and look look for a new defensive coordinator. So just my take. And again, a lot, lot of the numbers, a lot of the numbers back that up, man. A lot of the defensive stats, numbers, the rankings, a lot of those back that up. Follow-up question, who would you like to see come in as defensive coordinator? You know, I don't have a short list. Um, I would have loved Zach Arnett. I think he'll get snagged up by either Southern Cal or LSU. Um, you know, when yeah. there's a vacancy, then you look at who's available. But, you know, I, I don't know. You have to see who's available, man. But uh, it'll be – I mean, listen, you upgraded from SAT. You got Dabble Loggins. There's no reason why you can't do the same with the Clayton White situation. So, um, I, I just – Whatever Beamer does, you trust in him, but I, I, I'm just – I'm sorry, man. I'm just one that – Vandy, Kentucky had been good back-to-back games, but the other, what, nine games happened. You know what I mean? So, like, you have to keep that in mind. And, um, you know, we'll see what they do next weekend. We'll see. It, it'll, it'll make the conversation really interesting, really interesting if another good performance in that Clemson game. And I don't know. Maybe you do bring him back. All right, I appreciate you. Yeah, man, I appreciate the call. Really good stuff. And it feels weird talking about Clayton White's job status after a, a game like that. And I mean, guys, I don't think, again, that should be the talking point right now. End of season, season's over. That's the talking point. But you want my honest opinion right now. I don't think these two games should change what needs to happen? I mean, I just, I think it's very obvious. I think it's very simple. And I also want to highlight this comment 
A lot of comments, by the way. Great comments. You guys are engaging. I appreciate that. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Pavick says, this is why USC admins don't like you, Chris. Kevin, I could not give a rat's ass, to be honest with you, my guy. Why anybody would think I care is truly beyond me. But how dare I? How how dare I some say that a defensive coordinator's job, someone who's making nearly a million dollars a year to coach defense, how dare I say their job should be in question because they haven't done a very good job. And statistics reflect that. How dare I? How dare I? Um, but Kevin Pavick does make a good point and say Joshua Simon's been pretty good lately. I agree. Joshua Simon has developed into a really nice weapon. Wasn't necessarily featured tonight, but uh, love his athleticism, size, speed, agility. He's he's a fun player to watch. He gets the football in his hands. Very fun. Guys, phone lines are back open for you all. 843-790-3377. As we have crept into Sunday, and we are burning that midnight oil, celebrating this 17 to 14 win over Kentucky against so many of you right now we're tuned in whether you hey whether you're on 20 you're on 26 you're on 77 you're on the way home you're still at the tailgate you're in five points you're walking down Green Street I saw somebody say you're on the state streets in Cola you're you're on shop Road I don't know where you are man but I appreciate y'all I appreciate y'all greatly you're in Greenville you're in North Augusta you're in Charleston Rock Hill Charlotte Appreciate y'all, man. Truly, I can't say thank you enough. Dylan Rochester. Dylan Rochester, you are on the air. Hey, sir, I'll make it real quick. Uh, Did you see us almost get burned like three or four times down the field? I just wanted to see if you saw that and get your commentary on it. I'm going to jump back on the show. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the call. I, I definitely saw it. Yeah, I definitely saw it. Um, I mean, listen, you're not going to apologize for Devin Leary being off. Um, how much differently does that game look if Devin Leary is not off? But you know what? I mean, again, guys, I mean, it's thank goodness he was off, but, um, certainly saw those. I mean, the Gamecock secondaries had issues, but you know, guys, for all that, I'll say this, this is a secondary in a defense that it's, excuse me, it's felt like every time an opponent has had an opportunity to make a big play, they've done it. And so it's almost like, and a lot of people gave Clayton White shit for this comment during the week, but Clayton White said, we were due about the Vandy game. And I I get why he got crap, right? Because it's the Vandy game. But in a way, it's like South Carolina was due for a few of those to not connect. So many have connected this year. So many. So many. It's like, weren't they kind of due for a few not to connect, right? And, I mean, that was kind of the flow of the game, too. Man. I mean, one of the biggest differences in this game is South Carolina had a Xavier Leggett. Kentucky did not. South Carolina, as we mentioned all week, home game. At night, with the better quarterback. 
that typically equates a dub. And a dub's what you got tonight. It's just, when you're talking about betting on it, you got to lay a pick. That's why I felt like, guys, hey, my score was way off. My score was way off, but I was like, you know what? I think it's going to be a tight ball game, but you know what? Home game at night, better quarterback. That's where I'm going. That I got to put my faith in something. Home game at night, better quarterback. That's it. That's it. That was enough for me. That was enough for me, and thank goodness that was enough for South Carolina as well. Guys, we'll take one more call. I know it's late. Phone lines are open if there is one more call to take. Here we go. We'll take one more call. Brayden Ray, uh, South. What's going on, man? You're on the air. What's up, man? What's up? Big fucking W's tonight, man. Big time. Big time indeed. Look, I got a serious question. Is Spencer Rattler's cock big enough to start for us next season? <laughs> I Come guess on. I guess not, because I don't think he's gonna be back next season. I I guess it's I guess it's not. Oh my god, little cock syndrome. Yeah. Can't be having none of that shit. Uh, who's the backup coming in next year? Lenora Sellers. And I have a feeling I know what you're going to ask about him as well. Yes or no. Honestly. Just just speak up now. I think Lenora Sellers is going to be a fantastic football player, and I'll leave it at that. I appreciate the call. We got to get one more call, right? I mean, what? what? <laughs> the drinks are flowing, folks. Oh, gosh. What a win. What a win, man. Guys, we'll be right here this time next weekend. South Carolina, Clemson. What a time it's going to be. What a time. What a time it's going to be, man. A lot of fun. Kevin Pavick, last strip sack by Strom was the play of the game, or we may not be here. Having fun, Kevin. Well said, man. Well said. Hey, listen, you can give me hell, but we can also celebrate together, Kevin. I respect the hell out of that. I appreciate you, Kevin Pavic, for tuning in and everybody else for tuning in as well. Here we go. Call from Zach Carraway. To accept, press one. Zach, you're on the air. What's up, man? Oh, great game. Great win against Kentucky. What what's the key to win against Clemson? And are we going to keep Norris Sellers in the game next week? The key to win against Clemson right now, I think it's Spencer Rattler. He has to be elite. I mean, he he has to be really really good. That's it. I mean, it's it's. I know it's simple, man, but you know, a game that you expect to be close, to be tight at home at night. Really good defense on the Clemson side. Good defensive line. You watched the Clemson game last year, man. It's it's Spencer Rattler, in my opinion. He's just he's got to be on. Absolutely, he's got to be on. So it's, absolutely, it's that simple. What kind of defensive game play do you think we should we should implement? 
Well, I, I think you make you make Cade Klubnick beat you. I mean, I think uh, they've got two great running backs in Shipley and Moffa, and they want to run the football, and they've been running the ball well of late. Um, I think an aggressive attacking defense, the, the drop-your-nuts mentality, as somebody mentioned earlier, I think that's the way to go. By the way, to your question about Lenoris Sellers, you know, I think it's limited packages for him, if anything. I was surprised to see him tonight, admittedly, but if you're going to get him out there, I think you let him throw the football. At least give the defense, make them believe he may throw it. You know what I mean? It'll open up more in the running game. So, um, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, it should be a great game, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, we all hey, are. Hey, I appreciate you taking my call and go, Cox. We're going to do this six six. We're going to a bowl game, baby. I believe it. Yeah, man. I love it. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for the call. Really, really good stuff, guys. Um, okay, that's going to do it, guys. We have hits. It is 12.15 a.m. Eastern. Again, burning that midnight oil. Truly appreciate y'all guys. Again, I, I I cannot say thank you enough, man, for the love, the support. I mean, everything from all, all facets, all phases of the business. It's it's. I wake up every day giddy, excited to do what I do, following my passions, my dreams, my ambitions, living out my higher purpose, living out to my fullest and highest self. And uh, you guys are the reason why. So thank you so much, guys. TSUS would not be what it is, what it's becoming without your love and support. Thank you all so much for sticking around late night, obviously, after a big W. This is always so much fun. Um, cannot wait to do it, do it again. Hopefully, we've got two more in us. We definitely have one more. Hopefully, two more. Hopefully, two more. But this time next weekend, South Carolina, Clemson, the rivalry game. It's going to be a fun week. It's going to be a fun week. Guys, we will be rocking this week on the Daily Crow. This is going to be an interesting week or a different week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're going to get it all in. <coughs> Excuse me. Cram it all in. Obviously, Thanksgiving on Thursday. Friday's part of the holiday, too. I've actually got a Thanksgiving obligation. I'm doing both Thursday and Friday, believe it or not. So uh, we'll go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Of course, content bleeding out the eyeballs all week long. But just so you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, noon to 2, that is the schedule this week. So by Wednesday, you're going to know my prediction, my thoughts, everything on the South Carolina-Clemson game. We'll talk all the SEC as well. Tons to get into, tons to discuss. Uh, and it's going to be a great week, guys. Truly going to be a great week. The rivalry, one of the best rivalries in all of college football, all of college sports. And, uh, again, cannot wait to rock this week with each and every single one of you. You're on YouTube. Be sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell icon so you get notifications when we go live, when we drop new video content as well. Also, Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Guys, we drop the podcast daily in the post-game call-in show you can find via podcast as well. <sighs> Feels good to get a dub. Feels good to be good, horrid night to be a Wildcat. And as I mentioned, guys, <clears throat> all of a sudden, can't stop coughing. As I mentioned, be on the lookout for the Cat Pack, the Big Blue Nation Pack, the Mark Stoops Pack, the 
basketball school pack. I'll leave it at that. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Y'all have a great rest of your night. And we will talk to you all 